everyone, and welcome back to Experience Point Starfinder, your favorite queer Starfinder podcast. If you love our show, we hope you'll rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you consume your podcasts. Every review brightens our day and helps new listeners to find us. We don't pay to advertise any of the podcasts on the Experience Points Network, so we hope you'll recommend us to your friends and just about anyone. If you'd like to support us, we hope you'll consider joining our Patreon. We would be lost without our patrons. You keep our mics on and our dice rolling. We've got some great rewards, so check them out at patreon.com slash experience points. Hello, and welcome everybody to our stream today. Um, my name is Kenny, my pronouns are he, they, and this is the amazing, wonderful, fabulous cast. Uh, hi, Steph. Hello. <laughs> like, I'm was... on it today. <laughs> it's okay. We're all like, we're here. Let's do this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Steph. Um, I play our Goran Salarian Navu Paleglade. I almost said my old character, and I blame you both. <laughs> and, <laughs> and my pronouns are she, her, and Navu's are she, they. Kelric, good morning. Good morning. I am Kelric. I'm playing Thrawny Ecos, who is a Patra Witch Warper ace pilot. His pronouns are he, him, and he has a pet squawks named Shimsy, whose pronouns are she. Wonderful. And Mackenzie, how's it going? Pretty good. Uh, I'm Mackenzie, and my pronouns are she, her, and I play our human envoy icon, Dr. Josephine, aka Joe Pepper. And uh, her pronouns are also she, her. Fantastic. Uh, not with us today is PB. She is not feeling great. She will be back at another time. Uh, so uh, we are not going to finish the AP today. Today, we are going through a reality shift. Um, so in, in that vein, where we last left off, Dr. Joe Pepper had uh, left the safety of the lab. Um, well, relative safety of the laugh because of a temperature drop and some <laughs> weird shifting metal sounds, only to find that uh, she made her way into a hallway of distortion. What if I just Ooh. stayed in the bathroom? What if I was just like, yeah, let's sit right back down and uh, <laughs> just keep doing what I was doing? <laughs> then maybe you're a witch warper because I think what we experience all the time. <laughs> Wasn't expecting this going back over here. <laughs> <laughs> that never Maybe. happened it's fine this other reality <laughs> is so much better we're going <laughs> uh speaking of the witch warper um on the bridge um you uh were just informed by a-hole that comms are down on the ship and um yeah yeah mm -hmm. um so if comms are down I'm booting them back up. Yeah, I do not have anything to help me communicate magically. So I would just continue focusing on piloting. Um, yeah. Apparently that's not, because I rolled a 10. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so what happens is you, you go to the console to start trying to log into the system. And um, a hole kind of pops over your shoulder and says, 
nope, that that's not gonna work either. No, yep, yeah, nope, that that's down too. Yeah, oh nope, that's blocked. A-hole, what are you doing? I'm just following the ones and zeros, babe. I like to think that that's Thrawny's concentration sound, like it's too <laughs> But I'm going through it and I'm just typing furiously and without thinking, I'm just making, it's, it's like I'm talking to myself in my name. <laughs> Just like, uh, uh. <laughs> and streamcasts are happening right now. Yes. Yeah, I mean that's basically what I like to think. That's that's the nice thing about having a Patra on board. <laughs> you get serenaded every once in a while. <laughs> you just get chirped at. You know, it's a thing. As long as he doesn't start yowling, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, while that's happening over there, Ronnie. Hmm. You start seeing distortion around your vision. Is this the distortion that I see all the time anyway? Or is this just, is it intensifying? Is it totally different? What are we talking about here? Um, It's as if you're not able to block out the visions as well as you normally are able to. Thrawny starts to tremble immediately because this is why they take drugs because... They aren't able to really control the witch warper stuff super well. They, 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 they definitely started getting better at it, working with the crew, because in moments of high stress, they're like, oh, I don't like this reality. They're able to focus, grab, and fix something, mostly to protect other people. But in general, they're always a slightly dosed, you know, medicated self-medicated way of living because of this exactly <laughs> it's like i need to focus on one reality at a time sometimes uh navu i did did i miss a dose so as you say that and you kind of cock your head around to where navu would be sitting mm-hmm. um <clears throat> navu's there but is kind of a husk of themselves. Like the life has been stripped out of them. No, 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 no. Don't like this. Navu, can you, Navu, can you say something real quick? And as you say that, your voice comes out as an echo. You say Navu and it's Navu. And, um, you everything kind of shifts as if it's multiple um versions of the image shifting forward you look down at the console and there are several buttons that you see and there are post-it notes all over the console what do they say um well they say various things and they keep on shifting there is one, however, that says, not this one. I would like to do a straight intelligence roll, if that's okay. Sure. That's a nine. I see not this one. And that's a, that's a thing I say all the time. But 
all of the things I'm seeing around me right now are bad, right? Yeah, They're so like on, on the corner of your vision, you see one of the viewports um, has mm -hmm. been burst outward and you see different uh, things floating outward out of the hoopty. Um, you notice on the bottom right-hand side of your vision that there's a fire, uh, a blue plasma fire coming up through the bottom of the flight deck. Okay, so I think Thrawny has lived with this long enough at this point that they actually have like a quick release um, in their hand. It's it, They found it when um, they went to uh, a pawn shop and it's, it's for basically gamblers who cheat and mm -hmm. it just shoots a card out into your hand <clears throat> and they have their, um, which, what's the deck called? The, their Harrow deck in there. Mm -hmm. And they're just going to flick a card in their hand real quick. Give it a quick look. It's a, a two of swords. So it's very one direction or the other things are, are you're at a crossroads make a choice and they see that they see the horrible existence that they're seeing all around them and they see the not this one and they punch the button they do not they're like if this is a bad place and they say don't touch things maybe it takes us to a good place and so they push the button all right dr pepper <laughs> hello you into this hallway and you see the distortion and the bending um and you hear the warping metal mm, okay um so is the hallway can the hallway still be walked down yeah yeah i guess I'm, i mean and i assume that's the direction of where i assume they are yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely towards the uh, flight deck. I'm gonna, Doctor Doctor Joe's gonna look at this, and she's gonna say, "Well, this is confusing," and uh, she's just gonna close her eyes and walk down the hallway. Okay, so as you walk forward, um, close your eyes. Um, <laughs> so I can't see it. And if I can't see it, it's not happening. That's how it works. Exactly. Oh, it's a whole chapter in your book. Yeah, exactly. If you can't <laughs> see it, it's not real. Um, you, you close your eyes and the pressure lifts. And all of a sudden it feels like you're in this large studio. And as you walk, your steps start to echo a bit. And it, you know how when you close your eyes and the lights are on, you know that the lights are on? Mm -hmm. It does not feel like the lights are on any longer. I'll peek one eye open. You peek the eye open and you don't see anything in front of you. You don't feel like you're any longer on the hoopty. You, you feel like you're almost on a stage. And all of a sudden you hear... Dr. Josephine Pepper, come on down. And a light clicks on ahead of you. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Um, can I see a person or is it just a light? 
Um, it's just a light, but um, as you uh, roll a perception check real quick. Oh, jinkies. Oh, jinkies. Well, that's not very good. Okay, uh, 13 is, is, is fine. Um, so the, the light kind of blinds you a little bit. Um, but you're able to kind of look around the edges of it. You look down to the ground and um, you're able to make out a pathway forward. And as you do, uh, do, you, do you step forward? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you, you come forward and you see several chairs a, and a desk and a Sheeran um, is sitting at the desk. There is a mug on the on the desk, and a, a microphone is propped up there. And um, a, as you're making your way forward, you hear cheers, just this loud audience cheering and clapping as you are making your way forward. Um, I, I I as I hear that. I feel like I sort of just go, oh, I'm dreaming. Great. And so I uh, assume I'm in a dream and I just sort of like keep going forward and, 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 um, yeah. Okay. Um, Ronnie, or actually Navu, you noticed Ronnie start to get frantic and you see kind of something that they always do when they're about to use their ability and what would that look like Kelric? it depends i mean how are we how are we describing what's happening here when uh tell me what happens when you are looking at different realities what does it look like to other people observing you well i think random other people it just looks like you know my eyes are dilated and i'm doped up but i think for nabu uh, who has known me long enough and is a scientist they know that there is the standard thrawny existence of trying to avoid all of these alternate realities that they've talked about and then there's the thrawny that is has an unfocused look as far as that, you know, their eyes are wide and they're just kind of staring around, but it's, it becomes more purposeful and you can see they start reaching and it's almost like you're, um, you have a touch screen and you're just flip, flipping music stuff and you're like, nope, don't want that, don't want that on Spotify or whatever. And that's what, that's how Nabu, I think, can tell that Throni is actually looking at alternate realities and saying, I don't like this one, don't like this one, don't like this trying to dial away from whatever bad thing is coming. So they're quiet about it. That is what Thrawny is doing, and he's doing it frantically. In fact, it's not just one hand that he's doing this with. He pops up his other paw and starts swiping away at other realities above his other hand, and then he just seems to like bang his head forward a couple of times um, as he's doing this some more. Navu would actually start to reach over to um, grab the like side of Thrani's chair. I'm not sure if they've established, like, the two of them know each other well enough. Steph does not know if Navu would be aware if it's okay to touch Thrani 
when is. he's like this? Okay. Yes. Just making sure because mm-hmm. sometimes with mystical things like that, that could like waking a sleepwalker. Yep. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. So reaching over to try and grab Thrawny's shoulder before he bashes his head against the thing again. So, and, uh, oh, go ahead. Um, as Thrawny feels Nabu's hand on them, they sort of lean back into it and they're still moving and it's it's very fast. They are going through things, but they are definitely comforted by that contact because while everything they're seeing is awful, they know that there's a reality where one of their chosen family is is with them. So um, as this contact happens, I imagine that's when Thrawny pulls from the Harrow deck, reaches out and pushes the button. As soon as that button is pressed, the, everything shifts on the bridge. Not mechanically, not visually, like physically visually, but it goes dark. And um, Navu, in your chair, it swivels around and you're on stage and you see Dr. Joe Pepper walk out and look around and do the, you know, nonchalant, all right, this is where I'm at now. Um, and I'm in a dream. Great. I can do whatever I want. You, you kind of, you do, Uh you, you hear her say that. (laughs) Um, and you, you also are aware that you're on stage as well. And you're in one of the chairs next to the desk with the Sheeran. Okay. So, like, I was the first guest and Dr. Pepper is the second? Yeah. That's how it appears to you. Okay. Um, (laughs) Mysticism? Sure. uh, You can roll mysticism, but um, go ahead and do that. Yep. Yeah, it's like... What is happening right now? Oh, 15. Wonderful. Um, With the 15, um, it's not any sort of magic that you've been exposed to before. You're steeped in solar magics and, you know, you get the ebb and the pull of gravitational forces. And this is unlike anything you've ever experienced um you get the sense that while this isn't your reality this is very real okay um i guess then like any other guest on a late night show that would stand up to shake joe's hand and just be like this is very odd um, yeah. Joe uh, is like smiling and waving and like shakes your hand back uh, and um, she goes this is hot how did you get on TV <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is my dream why am I what this is not a dream oh you're supposed to say that I get it um 
as uh you know the, the applause kind of dies down um there were there was a, a jaunty tune playing as dr joe pepper was walking out on the stage <laughs> and uh the announcer or the the host kind of turns to you um and clicks its mandibles a couple times and like right i need to introduce you to this is dr navu Paleglade, and this is dr joe pepper I didn't know you were a doctor. I am. A different sort than you. I study the stars. That's right. She's a doctor to the stars. Oh. Of the stars. To the stars? (laughs) Of the stars. There are stars involved, and she's a doctor. Where's Thrani? Is it just the two of us? It's just the two of you for now. Are we being interviewed or are we just like... Yeah, it's like taking seats and what is happening right now? Now, now Navu's kind of like just going along with the ride because... Joe's been on maybe a show-ish like this before, so she does the, like, you know, like, uh, yeah, she's doing the, like, sit down and, like, where people on talk shows, like, sit down and they kind of adjust their clothes and and wave at random audience members and point. Yep. Uh, grab a mug that's inexplicably next to her and and, like she kind of knows what she's doing but she doesn't know why she's here um and and so yeah as you both sit down um the announcer kind of turns and says now Dr. Joe we were just having the most riveting conversation about gravitational forces black holes and time distortion what's your thoughts um, my thoughts, uh, they exist. <laughs> Am I right? Um, well, see, that's not exactly my specialty, you know? I'm not much of the science kind of doctor. I'm more of a doctor that gets inside here, you know? You know but what? But I believe, in, I believe in those things. I don't know. You have a book coming out, don't you? Who told you? Oh, it's all a Twitter on the Infosphere. Well, it is, it is, it's, you know, it's, it's still in an editing process, but uh, it is coming out soon. Yes. What's the title? Uh, the title <laughs> is <laughs> something really good that I'm going to think of right now. Um, the, t- <laughs> the title is, is the gravitational forces between people. Um, I'm looking Gravity up Dr. For I'm, looking up, I'm looking up Dr. <laughs> Phil book titles. <laughs> yes. Um, oh no, they're all so weird. <laughs> um. Oh gosh. Oh no. They get weirder the weird. further you go. Yeah, there's a cookbook. Why does Dr. Phil have a cookbook? It's called, um, oh my gosh, my brain's melting out of my ears. Uh, it is called, um, Pepper Yourself, Pepper Your Life. Nice. Okay. Yes. That is amazing. Now, this will be a call-in show, um, because you are a doctor and you give advice. I do. Our first call is from a Bronthu named Samua. Samuel, are you there? And you hear a psychic emanation 
not quite sure how this is happening um, over a comms okay. line, but um, it's happening nonetheless. And the voice of the Baranthu seems to be um, filling the auditorium, but also echoing in your head at the same time. Um, yeah, um, so I have this problem. I, uh, I, I want a kid, but I, I can't really bud. I haven't budded ever. And I, I just, I need help. Can you help me? Well, I don't know if I can help you, bud. Uh, I'm not that kind of doctor. But I can tell you that, you know, being a parent is, is more than just what comes off of your body. It's more than just budding. You know, have you considered adoption or, or, or having a partner maybe who can bud? That gets so messy. I, I don't want a partner. Well, you could adopt a single adoption. There's plenty of kids in the galaxy that need homes. You're right. There are. Oh, that was quick. Wow. And she like leans back. <laughs> it never happens that quick, she says to herself. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, I forgot I have these glasses by my. Oh, it's <laughs> just nice, lovely. <laughs> I forgot I bought them. They're very weird. Yeah. Um, and so let's shift back to Thrawny. So, <laughs> Thrawny, you okay. you push the button, and um. The hoopty um, kind of does this maneuver where it drifts uh, in the drift, haha. But it um, goes forward and it slides kind of to the right a little bit, and then it fishtails and slides to the left, and then it does a Z dip down and then up. And, and then it cha cha backs? Yeah, and then it cha chas mm-hmm. back and it does a slide and does a slide. Um, and. Um, as it's doing these maneuvers, um, it's kind of dancing around all of the eddies and the different juts from the um, anomaly. But uh, it slams hard into one of them. And the ship shudders. What are you going to do? Uh, First... Uh, A-hole, I need a, a, a damage report. What is damage? Oh, goody. Um, uh, do a computer's check. That's a 16. See if there's anything I can do to clear up what A-hole's pitching about this time. Did we suddenly get a busha <laughs> 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 to replace the asshole? <laughs> You look down at your console to get a readout on what's going on with A-Hole. Mm-hmm. All of the buttons have disappeared. Oh, no. Um. Okay. This so, is what happens when you push the not this one button. Yeah. Okay. Um, you do have your your uh your comms like console unit um 
Mm-hmm. And I imagine you kind of look towards that next for some direction, and it's linked up with the ship. Okay. Um, and as you do, um, you get systems readouts. Um, they're all fairly normal. Okay. So then I would try jumping on comms. So I look around. Is Nabu's husk still present? Um, you look around and Navu's chair is not even there. Okay. Can I still feel on my back where they had touched me? Yeah, you get a sense memory of that. So, yeah, yeah, Thrawny is definitely looking for anything that is familiar and from the reality that they like. So uh, would a culture check help here? Roll a perception check. Perception. Oh, good. I'm terrible at those. Yeah, a nat one. So that's a two. That's great, actually. Um, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You look around and you know the ship as the Hoopty, but it looks nothing like the Hoopty you know. Okay. Um, you're looking around. It, you have the single piloting seat in front of the the thing uh, in the bridge. Um, the ship itself feels homey. It feels natural to be there. Um, and looking around, yours is the only console. Yours is the captain console, the comms, you know, um, gunnery. It, it controls everything in the ship. Mm-hmm. How would it be decorated? Um, for an alone Thrawny? Yeah. So, is is the deck any smaller, or is it the same size as it was before? It's about the same size. Yeah, so if it's the same size, but there are no other chairs or anything in the way, it would be the sort of thing where Thrawny has actually built uh, <laughs> a... Uh, had a bed installed into the bridge area and um, it would have basically anything they need built onto the bridge. So there would be a, you know, shower and bathroom facility like in a New York apartment built into an area that's private, but I assume it'd be where ye had their their whole weaponry set up on the bridge mm-hmm. is where there's like a bathroom facility and shower. So basically while the ship is large, the same size it was Thrawny by themselves has moved everything into the bridge space so that it can be self-contained so that it feels smaller and just very private and they make it as cozy as possible, but it's definitely it it has sort of a lonely feel to it. Okay. Um, you're kind of navigating around this reality of the Hoopty. What are you uh-huh. going to do next? First thing I would do if I don't see Navu there is try and jump on the comms and reach out to Yi and see if I can reach Yi. Um, roll. Computers. Okay. 
Oh, that's better. 22? Yeah, uh, you are able to get on the comms. Um, you send your message, um, and you hear nothing back. So, hearing nothing back, looking around, immediately, I assume that things are going for the worst, and I check where I would have a space for Shimsy, wherever that might be. But that would be on the deck with me. Um, yeah, uh, you look around for uh, a Shimsy nest, and mm-hmm. there is not one. No, 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 no. And frantically start um, channeling all of my attention. And I don't have anything in mysticism yet, but it is a class skill. So I would start focusing on um, anything mystical that I might know to channel my witch warper powers to get the hell out of this reality. I don't care about anything other than this is not the one. Okay. Um, so I imagine what happens is your your vision kind of blurs again, and you see many different realities of the hoopty. And mm-hmm. looking back at the uh, pilot's console, again, it shifts out and in and out and in of reality where it blinks and you see buttons and post-its and then it blinks to the clean slate that it is now mm-hmm. um let's go back to the stage um and so the audience is clapping for dr joe's response to the caller and the caller thank you so much thank you i don't need a bud no one needs to bud and exactly um there's a audible click and um the announcer turns to navu so you as we discussed earlier also have a book coming out what about that lost galaxy that you found well it is very different from our own and the experience was very transformative, and I thought sharing it might encourage others to continue exploring that, you know, we don't know everything that is in the past. That is such an inspirational message. This is exactly why I booked you two on stage. You are such inspirational personalities. <laughs> um... And uh, Thrani just rolled a physical science roll. <laughs> I was uh, checking to see that it says class skill, but I don't have any points in it to see how it would come up. So still okay. untried. No, no worries. <laughs> no problem. No worries. Um, and so um, the, um, the host turns to you and says, Is it hard to... Uh, you know, have a personal life while being so inspirational. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm just like, that is the weirdest way to phrase a question. Um, That's that, me. That, That's Kenny. <laughs> no, it's fine, Kenny. I know. 
I know well enough that when, when fellow players are just schooled in the art of awkward. Um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> Honestly, my life is my work, and it doesn't often leave time for many who will go on that journey with me. There are some, but it can be difficult. Dr. Joe, do you weigh in on this? Oh, weigh in on on Nabu's personal life? Or yours, whichever. Oh, I have a... I, I'm doing great. I, uh, I, uh... I, I, I like to keep my, uh, you know, my relationship hush-hush. You know, I don't like to kiss and tell. But I, I, I do pretty well for myself. I remain happy in the way I seek it. That is, again, inspiration. Both of you, so much inspiration to be had. This is the best show. And uh, let's cut back to Throny. <laughs> what is Throny doing now that they see the, the flickering... So, yeah, Thrani is going to start focusing all of their Witch Warper ability on finding a reality that has the post-it notes and just trying to find one that makes some sense that they feel brings them closer to the reality they were in. And, I mean, I think typically that'd be a mysticism check, but I'm untrained in mysticism, so... I don't know what to use sense motive on the universe. I don't know. I'll, um, Maybe a straight whiz. Yeah, do okay. wisdom. Oh goody! Well, is it, if it that's oh, a sense sorry, motive check. No, sure. no, my whiz is ten. So. Yeah, you can sense motive on the on the universe. Yeah, nine. <laughs> uh, no, that's fine. Um, you are able to hold on to threads of that reality with the post-it notes. And as you look down at the um, at the console, the post-it note with uh, not this one uh, is underlined now in bold with a couple more exclamation points in your writing. Okay, this time I will choose to listen to the not this one because I think what I'm saying to myself is this one takes you to the reality you don't want. Don't click this button because it takes you where you don't want to go. Don't do it. Don't do it. I will listen. It's the underlining that, that really makes that clear. I wish it, I wish I'd put that in the first place. Would have saved us a bunch of trouble. Um, as you are focusing on this reality, uh, a hole's voice pops on. Heart into anomaly. Great piloting. Yeah. So, can I still see the anomaly on the screen? Um, looking around uh, at the different viewports, again, they're kind of flashing in and out of reality for you. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. So, you kind of see it, you kind of don't. So, based on my last piloting calculations, and I had deliberately gone to the left to keep things on my right because I am right dominant, mm -hmm. And so I start putting in, um, excuse me, new piloting 
uh, new trajectory that takes us more to the left away from the thing that I know I don't like. Wonderful. A roll of piloting check. Uh, 24. Oh, uh, as you enter in the new coordinates, um, the ship um, kind of, uh, you're able to steer the ship uh, out of the, uh, the, the first eddy that kind of you slammed into. You hear a hole. Oh, what a relief. On the stage, the lights turn out, and Navu, you notice that you are back in your seat again, and Thrawny is there, uh, punching coordinates in. Joe, you're walking down the hallway, and you hear the um, straining of the metal, and you see that the flight deck is ahead of you. I'm gonna, I guess I'm gonna keep moving forward. Yep. Um, you do keep on moving forward, Thrawny. You look down, and um, there are several buttons that um have post-its on them, and there are post-its that say, perhaps, maybe, this could work. I think I would press those in that order, actually. <laughs> I would, like, when you're playing the piano, like, I would say I have an octave stretch, and maybe the buttons are all within that. So I just, you know, like you're hitting piano keys. It's like, one, two, three, let's do this. All right. You hit those buttons. Navu. Your chair swivels around. And you're in an observatory on a oh. space station platform. All right. Um, roll a perception check. Perception is a thing that I do. 18. Yes, it is. Um, you hear the scuttle of other um, people aboard there are scientists um, kind of just murmuring and exclaiming to themselves oh, this is amazing I am so honored to be working with Navu and just different really complimentary things um, and different gasps about um, what you are studying currently you look up from the console that you're in and you see this beautiful um, lavender and pink anomaly in space um, and it looks almost like a blooming flower yep would definitely be uh, <laughs> going towards that yep. um, so uh, you are able to um kind of push forward and take readings um as you're doing this joe you keep on walking forward and all of a sudden you're on the bridge of this um research station as well and people are kind of scuttling around you and hurrying to their consoles and you see navu at the lead station taking readings 
I wave. <laughs> Are we in your dream now? <clears throat> so it may seem. Whoa. And I just start, like, poking things and, like, picking things up off tables. <laughs> um, I believe this is one of Thrani's alternate realities. What? Thrani is a witch warper. I don't think I've been told that right. <laughs> Do I know what that is? Um, you roll a culture check. Cool. I'm actually kind of cultured. No. <laughs> Eleven. Eleven. Okay. So you have heard stories of people who are able to bend reality to their will. Um, witch warpers are pretty rare. Yes, but I mean, these are Rare. stories. These are like not verified, not provable. Um, they're folklore. So they're like sort of. Dr. Pepper's degree. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> wow. LOL. Uh, sorry, sorry, this is why people don't like me. What I think is funny is mean. No, no, she doesn't have a degree, so it's fine. I know. You're, I, I imagine you're hold, you picked up something from one of the desks and you're holding on to it, and a researcher just seamlessly picks it up out, out of your hands and sets it back down as they're moving along. <laughs> <laughs> I'll knock it over. <laughs> like a cat. <laughs> like a cat. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> That's amazing. When you push it off the table, it shatters on the floor and... Um, a research bot comes up and starts uh, hoovering it up. <laughs> oh, wait. It's a dream! <laughs> and I just started, like, knocking stuff off the table. Please stop. It's Look at it, look what it's doing, though. That's so funny. By the time that, like, Nabu turns around to say, please stop, there are, like, eight different hoover bots, like, trying to, like, pick up glass and... Shattered so beakers funny. and mops, like mopping up liquids. Can, what are you doing in your dream? Can I do something random? Yeah. Black hole pulled Dr. Pepper to her, to their side. Yeah. So um... <laughs> that's romantic. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. In this in this climate controlled space. A wind sorts starts to whip up around you, Navu, and um, I imagine the dark energy and motes kind of glitter around you, and all of a sudden the gravity shifts, and Dr. Pepper is pulled forwards to you, um, unless you re try to resist it. Nah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I imagine aided by some of the liquid that's on the floor, you kind of just slick forward. <laughs> And uh, you are now uh, by Nabu's side. This reality may not be ours, but there are beings that exist here and will continue to exist as our consciousness goes back to our correct one. You're saying. Ronnie tried to. A lot of words explain. that don't make any sense to me. Imagine the universe is a tapestry. Have you seen a tapestry before? Yes, I've seen a tapestry before. <laughs> I have Not a very decorative bedroom. 
In, <laughs> in my defense, not everybody's going to have things that are Earth-centric. I tried to be conscious of those things when right. making references. Oh. True. Each reality is a different threat. We, where we met and know Thrani, is a different one from the one we are in now. What Thrani is able to do is sift through them and shift us one way or the other to one that is better for our circumstances. Somehow, we are seeing ourselves in those realities. Two things. And I hold my my little, like, watch thing up to my mouth and I go, (laughs) A tapestry of your reality. Save. (laughs) and then i say two so i could be on tv right now and i'm in a ship flying around with you all or am i here now i don't know are we stuck here i hope not but unfortunately i don't have these kinds of abilities a moment ago we were back on the ship and now we are here In every one of the realities, there is a version of ourselves. So there's another me here? Well, you are that you. Oh, damn. For some reason, the consciousness that we know as ourselves are here with this reality's version of ourselves. So... What you're saying is we're here until Thrani <laughs> decides we're not. Well, the ship was headed into a space anomaly that... What? You were flying to a... Sp- when did that happen? I was in the bathroom and then we fly to a space anomaly? We were trying to avoid it and then systems began crashing as I tried to tell you and ye what was happening. And then this began. Wow. That's pretty cool for you, running a whole lab by yourself. Yes, it is different and, you know, where I would see myself. But Why aren't you doing this in our normal reality? I made a choice to go with Yi and Major Tom and Thrani on our ship. Do you ever regret it? There are moments, but that is life, is it not? You make a choice, and occasionally you grieve for the options you did not choose. I don't believe those options ever go away. Not really. That is true. I was able to do quite a bit of this type of research when we were on the far portal. I believe that if you want this to happen... It still can. Nothing's permanent. As you were saying this, your console lights up. And you see kind of an alert uh, about the, the anomaly that you're observing. You look up, and it's shifting colors. And the anomaly seems to be blooming more. Like getting bigger? 
Yeah, it's um, it seems to be opening like a flower would. It, it um, from from a a point in space, like think of a um, a flower without a stem, and it's blooming from all directions. All right. And okay. from the center, a a purplish color hue of light starts uh, to um, stretch out from within it. It emanates. And um, one of the um, interns kind of runs forward. It's like, I think it's happening. I, I think it's happening, Dr. Paleglade. Continued scans. And as you do that, a giant Oma is birthed into view. Oh my. Oh, jeez. Hmm. Okay. What on earth is that? It looks like a space whale. Space whale? whale? But it's not on fire, so I have no idea. It, it it's, no it's not a fire. It's like electricity. I cannot comprehend. <laughs> I also feel the need to point out because of something that Kelrick threw in chat. <laughs> <laughs> that Navu does not regret the choice. It's just, you know, in the way when you're just like, oh, my life could be different. I, you know, but then I wouldn't have the things I have here. I was just thinking it was funny the way that Dr. Pepper was <laughs> guiding that competition. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, who would only do it if you and Thrawny went with them? <laughs> it wouldn't be the same. Dr. But Pepper yes. was like, hmm, I'm bored. Let's unlock trauma. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, but electric Amazing. space whale. Yep. <laughs> yeah, this is happening. Yep. So, um, the the internet that is so majestic. You are the first person to have discovered the origins of the Oma. Hard work, but we've done it. And let's shift back to Thrawny. Okay. Um, so that didn't seem to work. Uh, what else can I do? What else can I do? Um, uh, okay. No, that's not the right array. Uh, 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 a-hole? Uh, like, a-hole? I, I, I'm listening. Oh my god, what? What what is happening? Are we still in the anomaly? Like An anomaly. Oh god. Okay. Um Yeah. I am uh goodness. A perception check, I guess? I don't know what to do. Sure. I mean, without mysticism, it's real hard to do anything. I need to put a point in that next time. <laughs> so, a 13, looking around at... I'm not just focused on the controls. Mm -hmm. I 
I'm focused on the bridge in its entirety, trying to specifically search for anything that would let me shift the bridge back to the way I remember it being and want it to be. Okay. Um, so you're looking around um, and you again, the realities are, are not static. They're constantly shifting around and are you see the hoopty in various states of repair um, and pr- uh, pristine to demolished and sometimes both at the same time. You the only thing that is constant is the panel of buttons. Okay. So if the buttons are the constant, then uh, A-hole, how many of... Have you... Can you do a diagnostic and, like, tell me if you can sense any... If you can... Uh, not sense, you don't have senses. Uh... If you can tell me anywhere that this panel has changed recently, like... Uh, A-hole comes into view uh, in the the hologram form Mm -hmm. and looks much differently than you remembered. Um, They look sad and said they say of course i can can do whatever you like and he looks down at the panel and says it seems that the panel is operational i can't tell you if anything has changed since the last configuration uh do a holographic overlay of the previous since the last uh, upgrade or whatever, the last the last thing you have. Sure. And so you you say that, and um, Ahol says, "Of course, I, I will do this for you." And they swipe their hand out, and a uh, overlay appears on the panel, and. The realities that are flashing in and out. You see the the buttons with the post-its that say not this one, perhaps maybe this one, or perhaps maybe this will work. And then you see a knob that isn't there now, but that was there. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to focus my attention on that, I guess. Sure. Um... You focus your attention, and it pops into reality. Okay. What's it say? What is it like a number scale? Is it a, you know... It's a nondescript knob. It has a notch on it on the left-hand side, and um, there is a scale of notches without any labeling whatsoever. Um... So, I made the mistake of going, like, left, and I, I should just stick with my mantra. Always right, never wrong. And I will turn the knob to the right. 
Nauvoo and Dr. Pepper. The um, image of being on this research station uh, pops out of existence. And you are both on the bridge of the Hoopty once again. Ronnie is there frantically pushing buttons and the pedestal where a hole sometimes appears is malfunctioning. Nabu is going to reach over kind of like how all this started and put their oh. hand on Thrani's shoulder. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thrani would uh, jump, turn, and oh, oh thank the gods. Okay, uh, like uh, have you seen Shimsy anywhere? I have not. Uh, and go look. Oh, 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 good, doctor, you're here. Uh, yes, see if you can find her on the bridge. And, um, can I see where the, can I see the anomaly now? Yes, uh, the anomaly is, um, you're still somewhat skimming into it, heading towards the left now. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna... Rotating the dial kind of changed your, um, your yaw, and the ship is kind of angled away from it, and the tail section of the ship is in the anomaly. Where uh, engineering is. Can I raise ye on comms? You can try. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's exactly what I want to do. Is it a computer's check? What do I do? Um, yeah, you can do computers, um, or you can just you know, send a message. What would well, you say? Okay. Ye, uh, I, I need you to check in, like, now. I think one of your guns have been disappearing from the bridge. I think we found them all. You hear an unbridledly happy Ye saying, Guns! Guns everywhere! Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I want to use the computers to pull up uh, a view into engineering. You... Do so, and you see Yi um, sitting at one of the consoles in engineering. Okay, but no guns or anything? Nope. Uh, what's the look on, on Yi's face look like? Blissful. Okay, we can recreate this with drugs. And I'm going <laughs> to um, gun it. Like, I'm, I want to use my piloting to try and get us the hell out of here. Sure. Roll piloting. That's going to be a 26. That is wonderful. You are able to steer the ship out from the anomaly. Um, once you do this, um, a hole kind of pops back on. <sighs> Your actions are just making me sick. Uh, Nabu reaches over and mutes a hole. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That's like, uh, do you need an antivirus? Uh, I'll defrag uh, him in a moment. Throw a little emotional, and like, I am so glad you are back. I, I was so scared. I, 
Do you need a hug? And wouldn't even bother responding verbally. Would just <laughs> grab you and bury their face in your chest, just like because they're only five ten. So <laughs> just, and like burrowing into you. You know how cats like like push their heads into you, and they're just like, yeah. Throny is deeply disturbed by all of this, and seeing the bridge with just themselves and literally nothing else on the ship was really horrifying. It was the last thing Throny wants. So, um, you are still in drift space and you are trying, still skirting the edge of this anomaly. What are you going to do? I will use every bit of my piloting and um, I, I think I would co- recollect myself and uh, uh, Navu, I need I need you to help guide me away from the, the worst of this. Can you handle uh, yes. the science station and let's let's get the hell out of here. Let's do that. Do you need me to roll something? Um, so you, you, you no. make this decision and um, A-Hole was just chatting and chatting and chatting um, and they noticed that you were ignoring him and uh, <laughs> he pops up a text display on several different areas and says maybe exit drift. Honey, perhaps we should exit the drift for the moment. Uh, but, like, okay. I want to do, no, uh, Navu, can you run some numbers on what the likelihood of us exiting drift and pulling some of this anomaly out with us into non-drift space is because this is impacting on us. I don't think we can risk taking any of it out. Sure. Would that be a physical science or? Yeah, could do that. Okay. Really? Are you kidding me? The one time I get to do Navu's thing <laughs> and I roll a two. Oh, no. I mean, you, you discovered a space Oma. So. Uh. <laughs> that wasn't another reality, Kenny. <laughs> um, I needed to work in this one. <laughs> uh, no, so um, your results are inconclusive. But you do think that exiting drift space would help. <clears throat> Would would stop. I'm not. Yeah. Would stop the time shifting. Yes. Um. While I'm not positive, I know it would save us from continuing to fluctuate through different planes. 
Okay. Uh, you know what? I trust you more than myself right now. So if you say it's it's good, I slam us out of drift space. It is a hard, hard transition. Like Thrawny's a really good pilot and generally is able to do things pretty smoothly. In this case, they're not even trying for smooth. They're just like slamming us out of drift. So yeah, you um, hit the button combination to do so and looking down, the button that you pressed had a post-it note of just question marks all around it. <laughs> um, oh and do me a oh, no. favor and roll. Poop, poop, poop. See what your skills are. Actually, roll me percentile dice. All right. Let's see if I can do this. 97? Oh. Woo! Hey! Um, I'm assuming that's good. because I hope it's good. <laughs> it's either super good or super, super bad. Super bad! No, you, um, you... The Hoopty, um, basically finds a terror in drift space and, um, launches itself out of, um, out of the drift as the engine cools down and winds down the sudden shift in different pressures from drift space to regular space um, the creaking of the metal comes back in and you hear exhaust valves uh, hitting and steam releasing all over the place but it seems like your transition was clean nothing else came with you huge sigh of relief from Thrawny just <sighs> and they just kind of slump in their chair and they're just staring at the buttons and they're just like uh, Dr. Pepper did did you find Shimsy? I, yeah did I, was I able to go look for Shimsy? Yeah, um, you, you turned around and Shimsy actually has a, a, a little nest that hangs up in the corner of the bridge. And um, you poke your head in and they were just curled up in a little Shimsy ball. And um, I think they look up and they look at you and they go... <laughs> I offer my hands. They put their head back down. <laughs> no. oh, okay, well, let's unpack this. Uh, let's <laughs> Um, could, would you like to come with me, Shimsy? Shimsy kind of yawns, does a little stretch thing, and then turns their back to you. Oh! oh. Wow. Okay. I'm not used to being rejected. Um, Shimsy? Especially by a female. I know, right? <laughs> Shimsy? Uh, I think... Uh, you know, let's become better friends. Let's get to know each other a little bit. What kind of snacks would you like? Could I offer you a snack to come with me? You said snack, and at first, like, Shimsy, like, head cocked over, and ear kind of twitched down, but you said snack, their ear twitched up, but they didn't nope. move. Okay. Okay, so we like snacks. 
What kind of snacks do we like? Do we like fruit? <laughs> <laughs> but I know what they would like a creature like Jimsy eat. <laughs> would I like to know that? Um, I think you've been with us long enough. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, if you're on the ship, then yeah. Bugs? <laughs> um, Steak? <laughs> um, she has these uh, protein meat bars. <laughs> They're her little snack. <laughs> it's not it's like beef jerky with some beef jerky yep if I go get some beef jerky will you come with me her head kind of cocks up and she opens an eye at you and uh, what color are Shimsy's eyes Kel uh, they are also sort of a, a yellow almond color okay yep uh, so um, her almond yellowy eye looks at you and um, she kind of gets up, stretches, and then pops onto your shoulder. All right. Well, I think Thrani very much wants to see you. So, thank you. But she looks at you, like, imploringly. We're going to get beef jerky, I know. <laughs> <laughs> she skitters down and then comes and jumps onto Thrani's shoulder and then, like, nuzzles in. Uh, and I I'll find beef jerky I guess well I always have it on me because it's because of Shimsi so I have like where most people would keep pens in their pockets I have beef jerky sticks you know the meat bars mm-hmm. and pull one out and hand it to Shimsi Shimsi grabs it from you jumps off your shoulder then back onto Joe's shoulder and is like munching <laughs> We'll talk about this later. Right now, I'm tired. Um, so I'll keep us out of drift space and pilot us. Is there anything nearby? Yeah, you're not far from Absalom Station, and um, you you can definitely uh, pilot your way there. I'm going to round out this adventure. Uh, so you've made it through the uh, dream space anomaly. Congratulations. <laughs> Huh, did not like that. (laughs) There was a reality where one of the buttons you pressed ejected a hole out of the ship. (laughs) I hope I rolled better than that uh, to determine so, because yikes. That would have been hilarious. I'm free! (laughs) (laughs) Like Calcifer. (laughs) Oh. So. Are we unintentionally enslaving? No. <laughs> okay. No. I'm like, oh no. Moral dilemma. <laughs> no. He's happy being a snarky little AI. Awesome. <laughs> so I would pilot us in and dock us and then. Patronap. <laughs> well, I think it would be like, uh. Doctor Pepper, can can you just like be around for a bit? What do you mean? I mean, I'm gonna take a nap and recover a little. And he sounds more sober than he's been in the entire time any of you have known. 
Ronnie. Like, they did not redose while doing anything. All of the reality, they're just like, uh, I think I, I'm gonna need someone to talk to who, who might be able to dispassionately assist. I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm just going to curl up and uh, go to my bunk and curl up and pass out. Like, gone. Awesome. Ah, any closing thoughts from anyone else? That was an interesting kind of like thought experiment <laughs> <laughs> yep I, I mean that <laughs> this is what happens when Kenny has a only a few hours to plan <laughs> no I thought okay. it was cool it was fun no cool. it really was like it we I learned things I didn't know about my character and me too yeah that was cool yeah, yeah. I, I love these kinds of character exploration and world building moments so yeah, it was like a nice RP session. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, well, thank you all for tuning in and watching. Um, if you are listening to this on the pod, thank you so much for taking your time and listening. Um, let's go ahead and roll out. So let's start in reverse order. Mackenzie, where can we find you? What are you doing? Who are I you? I don't even know that. Um, no, uh, <laughs> I am at Mackenzie Wilkes on Twitter. Uh, and you can find me doing things on there. I am about to be starting a podcast with my partner, my wife, the love of my life called Dungeon Wives. We're at Dungeon Wives. Um, I also do a podcast called Dungeons Dice and Everything Nice you can find as well. I'm also on a show called Rise of the Demigods. We're on a bit of a hiatus right now. Um, so I'm not there as much, but that's sort of what I'm doing. Awesome. That sounds great. Uh, and follow at EQ Points. We will re be retweeting all sorts of uh, links to things. Uh, and Calric, where can we find you? Who are you? What are you doing? <laughs> so I'm Calric. I can be found on Twitter at Cormalon. That's C-O-R-M-A-L-L-O-N. And I also monitor the EQ Points Twitter account. I am on here. I produce this show. I do the same for Kikuminera, where I'm the narrator with Kenny and uh, other fantastic people. I I think all of the other shows I'm on are on hiatus at this point. And so not sure with the holidays and all, I'm not sure what our schedule is going to be. So the only other thing of note is I am absolutely hands down desperate to find a Humblewood uh, game to play in. So if literally anyone hears this and wants to play Humblewood, let me know because I I have like 15 character ideas, one of them being a hedgehog and I'm super excited about all of them. So. That sounds great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. And Steph. Who are you? Where can we find you? What are you doing? 
Oh gosh, so many things. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Steph underscore Bard. When I am not here every other week, I just launched a new podcast with one of my friends called Film Fatales. We just released our first episode um, at the time we were streaming on the 11th. Um, and it was about the 1999 film The Mummy. We've got another episode set to come out in two weeks. And um, if you are watching live, I will be streaming with Little Red Dot tomorrow afternoon on Sunday the 15th um, in a Sunday Funday game. So that's going to be fun. Nice. Um, the details of that have not quite been released yet, but or they may have gone up while we were streaming. <laughs> but I will be playing a goblin. It's going to be fun. If you're listening to this on the pod, I will be linking, I'm sure, when the VOD hits YouTube. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Thanks, Steph. Yeah. Um, my name is Kenny. You can find me on Twitter at PunderDrone. I retweet a lot. Sometimes I live tweet. I, I am learning that precious, precious skill that Steph has mastered and is the complete uh, winner of. Um, let's see here. I uh, DM this uh, this stream and pod, and uh, I'm on the Cumanera as the lovable uh, uh, bunny boy Hillian, uh, who sometimes turns into a ravenous were rabbit. It happens. It happens to Horrendous. us all. It's wonderful. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, other than that, uh, I'm kind of a free agent right now. So, um, Thank you all again so much for for tuning in. Uh, your support and your listens and your likes and your love means so much to us. And we will catch you all next time. Bye. 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 Oh, wait. listening to experience point starfinder if you're looking for more ttrpg podcasts in your life we recommend checking out our sister podcast roll to fail there are six friends who have no business behind the mic or rolling dice if you like what we've created then you should check out the other two podcasts on our network Cumanera, an adventure utilizing Numenera, releases every other Friday. This unlikely team is working for the Order of Truth to help communities under the influence of the strange and weird effects of Numenera.
Pun Times is a collection of short-run TTRPGs. Our first season is a horror system called Slasher that utilizes fake core and is now available as a monthly podcast. Keep watching our Twitter for when we finally reunite to stream our finale. You can easily find all of our Experience Points podcasts on our website, experiencepoints.com. Until next time, adventure hookers!